What is good, everybody, man? Welcome into the Blue Bloods. We're continuing our FCS player spotlight headed into the 2023 season. We're joined today by Jackson State defensive back Jalen Hughes. Already has the SWAC championship ring. He tweeted out today, All-American season on the way. Just finished up spring practice with the Tigers under new head coach T.C. Taylor. Man, Jalen, appreciate you joining the show, man. Appreciate you for having me. Let's go a little bit further back, man. You you put out a tweet I thought a lot of guys should see because we're seeing the transfer portal recruiting really just be insane in college football. You went from D2 to JUCO, now at the FBS level, just won a conference championship, but I really want to focus on that JUCO route. I feel like last chance you, a lot of these new shows have really spotlighted some of the struggles you guys go through with student athletes at the JUCO level. Looking mm -hmm. back, what was your overall experience like in JUCO? Uh, I would say my overall experience was actually like way better than last chance you had made it seem. Uh, our coaches, they took care of us. They made sure we were well fed. They made sure we had housing and stuff. So my JUCO experience wasn't bad at all. It was really just worried about football. I, one of the players I've had on here, I've had a few guys from JUCO. They said, JUCO, you have to love football, man. Everyone yeah. at the JUCO level is all about football, all the way focused. When you look back, how did that experience in JUCO prepare you to step in at Jackson State and contribute immediately? So I went to the number two JUCO in the nation when I signed with them at the time. And they had a bunch of ball players on defense like, I played with the number one corner in the nation, Keontae Scott. I played with Reggie Akles. He was the number one athlete in JUCO this year. I played with Xavier DeLong and people like that. So the competition to me was D1 level already. All those guys are D1. So to me, it prepared me to come in and really just be myself, play my game. Yeah, because uh, if I'm not mistaken, Scott signed with Auburn out of yeah. out of JUCO because you guys had a lot of D1 signees in that in that class. But your recruitment out of JUCO, man, you you initially committed to Stephen F. Austin, decommitted mm -hmm. from there and picked Jackson State. What separated Jackson State in your recruitment from some of these other programs who were who were trying to get you to sign with them? So what separated Jackson State was. Coach Prime and Coach Mav Coach Mathis, obviously, like they're both NFL guys. They had a lot of experience in the league, so I thought I could learn a lot from them. And then ever since high school, I've always wanted to go to HBCU. Like even before Travis Hunter and Dejon Warren came here and made it popular, uh, I've always wanted to go to HBCU. So it was kind of like a dream come true. Year one at Jackson. I feel like you saw your involvement in the defense kind of move along as the season went on and saw a lot of action late in the year. What, Looking back now with some hindsight, what was your biggest learning experience year one at Jackson State? Uh, stay healthy. That's all I could say. When I came in, I was starting. Uh, I would have started every game, honestly, in my opinion, if I didn't hurt my hamstring. But that's my biggest, my biggest takeaway so far, stay healthy. And I love how you brought up the injury because I don't think a lot of people who aren't athletes know the mental health toll that it takes mm -hmm. on an athlete to overcome, especially a hamstring injury, because it feels like yeah. some days you feel like you can go. And then once you kind of ramp it up, you realize you're not 100 percent. How did you mentally stay ready and understand that, man, it's going to be one day at a time, but I know I'm eventually be able to see the field again this season? Uh, so I actually played the first three games like with the hurt hamstring and then the fourth game coach was just like all right you gotta take it easy now like 
we need you. We already don't have Travis and stuff like that. So it was kind of – they helped me through it a lot. I would say Miss Lauren, our trainer, she helped me through it every day. She just kept encouraging me. And so, I mean, when you have good people around you, it's, it's real easy, I would say. You were one of the first guys to really come out, make your announcement that you were going to stay at Jackson State under new head coach T.C. Taylor. What what play what factors played in your decision to stay at Jackson State to finish your collegiate career? Um, coach TC is an amazing coach, and I had a conversation with him before I left for that Christmas break after the game. And to me, that really changed my my mind. Like at first, I was kind of nervous. I was like, I don't know if I should stay. All my coaches are leaving, but Coach TC assured me everything's going to be all right. He has a plan, and I trusted him, and his plan is working so far. I got to talk to Coach TC and Coach O at the pro day at the end of last month, and Coach O mentioned the difference in energy in the locker room throughout this spring. Have you noticed a difference in energy in the locker room? And if so, man, how, how would you describe it to someone who hasn't been in that locker room with you guys? I feel like – like last year, we were, we were all handling our business. Like we all wanted to win games. It was like, it was real NFL type level to me. And then this year, it's more like a family. Like I feel like everybody in the locker room is close. Like multiple position groups interacting with each other, multiple position groups hanging out with each other. So this year is really a vibe. And I think it's going gonna, it's gonna to help the team click a lot. One of your new coaches, you talk about the, the the DB coach who recruited you, Kevin Mathis, is now moving on. But you got a new defensive back coach, Terenzo Quinn, coming in. What is what has been your relationship with him so far, and just how hard has it been, or how, what have you guys done to continue to build that chemistry with each other throughout spring? Uh, coach Quinn is an amazing coach. Uh, so I'm a man to man corner, and our defense kind of kind of like zone based now. So really learning zone drops and how to move in the zone and bait the quarterback into your uh into what you want him to do. Coach Quinn's taught me a lot about that. He's taught me how to how to clean up my press technique, which techniques to use at what time. And I mean, he's done a a real good job with the chemistry in the room. Like this is the first time I've ever had a coach take us out to go bowling and go out to eat and stuff like that. So he's a real cool guy and I really mess with Coach Quinn. That's my dog. Coach Jonathan Bradley, I mean, the name says says it all in the swag. I believe Alcorn State under him last year finished top five in FCS and tackles for loss sacks and everything like that. His scheme's a little bit different than what you played in last year. Talk a little bit about how you feel like his overall defensive aggressive philosophy really fits your game. Uh, I think it allows the D-line to really get after the quarterback and it allows us to really – bait the quarterback into what we want to do like we call our secondary basically once we learn all the installs and stuff like that we're going to be the ones calling it so I feel like he made the defense real player base to where we could we could work how we want I, I love that I know you guys love the freedom especially as defensive backs man because yeah. listen if, if you're too disciplined like you said you got to kind of bait because they're not going to throw it your way and then you're just out there all game on the island by yourself but yeah. you talked a little bit about the chemistry in the defensive back room I think you're the defensive back room at Jackson between you, Asias, Wiggins, everyone. Every time I get on Twitter, you guys are recruiting somebody. You guys are tweeting at each other, tweeting with the fans. You're so interactive with just the Jackson State community in general. 
How have you guys been able to build that bond so quickly, man? Because it seems like you guys are brothers just from instantly. I mean, when you're all really talented players, becoming close really isn't that hard. We put in a lot of extra work off the field, too. And, you know, Matt Kemp was a grind. Well, not Matt. Yeah, Matt Drews, that was a grind, stuff like that. So, I mean, it's kind of easy. It's easy when your teammates are good. So, Looking just at the DB room, and you got, I think you and Asias have probably been the most active recruiters on social media, man. H have you guys talked to Coach O at all? And how have you guys really established yourself as the top recruiters for Jackson in terms of players? Um, We kind of just started doing it on our own. Uh, we we're just on Twitter. We see who gets the offers, and we kind of just try to persuade the players into coming here. We don't really, I, we don't really I talk love it, to though. Coach O about it. <laughs> I think I saw it. I think it was a science that was like, we should start doing in-home visits and yeah. something like that the other day. I love it. Uh, but spring practice, man, just wrapped up for Jackson. You guys just had the blue and white game about a week ago. What were your, what were the number, probably top three things you wanted to work on the most throughout spring practice going into the season? Uh, the number one thing I wanted to work on the most was playing with my feet. I'm a real aggressive corner. I like to get in your face, get hands on. And that gets me a lot of a lot of penalties, I would say. I don't get called for a lot of them, but I feel like this year the refs are going to be on the lookout. So this year I'm trying to play with my feet. I'm trying to attack the ball in the air, and I'm trying to just be a more a more vocal leader. All great things, man. But when you look, I want I want to kind of with some hindsight. I want to I want you to compare the guy I'm talking to today, and compare mm -hmm. him to true freshman Jalen Hughes back when you signed out of high school. What's the number one thing that you feel like you've developed the most over these years in college? I would say my knowledge of the game, like knowing what the receivers are going to run on what down and distance, knowing what releases they have to do based on their splits and stuff like that. I feel like my knowledge of the game has really improved from true freshman me to now. How how big of a part of that is film study? Because I feel like when I talk to college athletes compared to guys in high school, film study, even though you do it in high school, is not the same, especially the level and the how in-depth you get. How much has film study played a part in developing your game as a defensive back? Uh, I will, Well, we had to watch film a lot last year, like – I tried to watch about three hours a week based on our opponent. Um, Coach Mathis really, really kind of hammered it into our heads that film is going to help you play faster and help you know what to do on the field. It's going to help you not play scared and it's going to give you confidence. So film study, you got to look at more than just what plays they're running or, or stuff like that. You got to look at their tendencies. Like it's hard, it's hard to explain. But oh yeah, no, you like gotta look at I, a lot. I get it, man. Because I, I played offensive line, so I still think mm -hmm. I, you know, quarterback is what it is. But I still think defensive backs have the hardest job mm -hmm. on the field by far. Because like, like, I can talk to my guys, and we know where to block, and it it all kind of looks the same most of the time. But you guys have to just pretty much just be a shadow to somebody. And I don't, I still don't know how you guys do it at such a high level. But look at you, you tweeted out just before we started recording this, that this was an all American year for you. So I know that's mm -hmm. a goal is FCS all American, but overall we know celebration bowl repeating his swag chance for the third consecutive year. Second for you is a big team goal. What are your personal goals? What all do you want to achieve in 2023? Oh, I'm prepared for this question. I actually have this written down on my phone. See, I can tell you right now, more than five picks is one of the goals. 
Ooh. All sweat. So first, I wanted to gain 10 pounds, get a little muscle on. Uh, feel like I could have made a lot more tackles last year. Uh, I want to be a team captain. I want to be first team all sweat. FCS All-American, of course. I want to win the SWAC championship, and I want to win the Celebration Bowl this year. Um, I need 15 oh. plus PBUs, five picks. Ooh. I want to play all special teams, and I want to be the best corner in FCS football. Man, listen, that list is amazing. I'm I'm glad that you admitted it because, listen, I get some guys on here who are like, I don't worry about personal goals. And I was like, we all played. You don't have to lie. All of us in yeah. that note section had like five to ten things that we all wanted to do. And I, I mean, I love it, I, especially like the 10 pounds. I think that's something that's overlooked by a lot of mm -hmm. fans and sometimes even other players is that you got to work on yourself too to achieve all those goals. So the plus 10 pounds of muscle is huge. I love that. Man, you've, you've been in the swag for a year now. So I got to ask, looking at next season, is there a game on the schedule that you have circled as a statement game for Jalen Hughes? A sweat game or any game? Any game. Texas State. Easily, huh? That, that's, State. I love it, man. Hey, that, that's a big one because I, I think we all know that with FCS guys, HBCU guys, those FBS games, regardless of who it is, those are money-making games for the NFL. So I love it, but – Shifting to some more lighthearted questions, man. NFL comps are so big, and I love asking guys. Oh, oh, I got you back. I love asking guys who they look up to. So, for you, which NFL player do you feel like you model your game after the most? Uh, I kind of just try to watch a lot of guys and use a lot of different techniques. I'm a tall, long corner, and I'm pretty fast. So, I feel like I could really do everything, but I try to model my game after guys like Jalen Ramsey, Stephon Gilmore. Denzel Ward, I like him a lot. People like that. Man, all great guys. I think Ramsey is probably my favorite player, and I'm a Dolphins fan, so I'm really, really happy, you know, this all season that we finally got him in Miami. But what was your welcome to college moment, whether it was at D2, Juco, or even at Jackson State last year? What was your welcome to college moment looking back on it? Um, my welcome to college moment. I would probably have to say the SWAT championship last year. It was it took a, li a little late in the season for me to get welcome to college. Uh, that's not take that back. I'll say Alabama State. I was playing with a hurt hamstring, and I thought, you know, I was out there going to be chilling. Nobody's going to throw the ball at me like usual. And then they just hit me with, like, three receiver screens in a row, back to back to back. Coach mm. got on the phone, he was like, do you want to play today? Are you scared? I'm like, no, I'm not scared. I'm not scared. Leave me out there. And, you know, went back out there. They tried me again. I got a pick. That was the end of it. I was at that game. I remember that. I probably got it on film. I got the highlights posted on the channel. So I, but the three screens in a row was a little disrespectful. I feel like for a DB, yeah. you're probably looking like, did y'all watch the film? Why are y'all throwing at me like this? Yeah. I was like, <laughs> I was like, dang, it was one screen. I was like, okay, it's one, two. Okay. It's probably the cover we're running. Three, and now you're really trying me. You're trying to disrespect me. <laughs>
<laughs> I love it, man. And speaking on that, I, I I don't know if you know, Justin Ford, Montana defensive back, was the first guy to say it on the show. He said that you cannot be a good defensive back if you don't trash talk. He said, we got the hardest job on the field. We got to let you know when we're beating you. So for you, do you talk a lot of trash on Saturdays? It kind of just depends. I'm really like, I'll be chilling. Like, I'll say like something funny. But if you try to trash talk me, I'm probably going to trash talk you the rest of the game, and I'm not going to stop just because why would you Why would you say something to me? <laughs> oh, but I love it. So let's go to last year. man. We, we don't have to do this year, but last year, who was the biggest trash talker on Jackson State last year? Zay, Isaiah Bolden. You were on the spot because he's going to watch this. Yeah. I had him on the show earlier, and he said, mm-hmm. if he said, if you have anyone on Jackson State who doesn't say me, they're lying. Yeah, no, he was like, I'm the best trash talker and I talk the most. <laughs> yeah, and he's going to back it up too. He's definitely oh, yeah. that's the first person that came to my mind. I love it, man. I'm sure he'll hear his name later this week called in the NFL draft as well. But mm-hmm. the number one mistake, Jalen, that a wide receiver can make against you in one on one coverage <sighs> taking too long at the line. If you don't know your release before, then it's probably your route's already done because I'm going to get hands on you and it's over with once I get my hands on the route's done. I love it. And looking back at your career, so you can pick one guy on your own team and one guy on another team, but who are the two best offensive players that you've had to face one-on-one? Malachi Wideman from last year. Definitely he gave us the most work every single practice. I never got to guard Travis, but watching him was crazy. I would say that. So definitely them two. Malachi. Yeah, I, I definitely I definitely feel that. But man, you're you're going into your second season here at Jackson. And and listen, if you achieve all those goals, you're gonna be on a lot of NFL draft boards. And we know that Aubrey and Zay and even Nugget are going in this year with potential to hear their names called the NFL draft. For you though. If two years down the line, an NFL franchise asks you what they're going to get in Jalen Hughes, if they take you in the NFL draft, man, what do you tell them? Shut down corner of the nose again. He's a tackle and he's going to give you everything he got. Man, I love it. The final question, man, your message to all the Jackson State fans out there about what they can not only expect from you, but expect from this 2023 Jackson State team. Uh, I think you can expect the shutdown secondary a linebacker core that's going to fly to the ball and a D-line that's going to wreak havoc on the quarterback every single game. And we got QBs and receivers to back it up. And we got running backs to do the job too. And our O-line is going to work. So the whole team is going to work. And I hope y'all watching. Man, I love it. I know a lot of Jackson fans are going to be excited to hear that, Jalen. But listen, man, this platform is all about player promotion, man, because it really won't be anything without you guys, man. So let people know where they can follow you on social media, contact you for NIL, man. And any messages you want to give to the people, man, this time is yours. Uh, all my social media is the same, at Jalen Hughes. Um, my email is at jalenmhughes at gmail.com if you want to get at me for any NIL opportunities. And... If any fans ever want to talk, just talk to me on Twitter. I'm going to answer. I'm, I try to be more and more vocal with the fans as we get as we get along and get towards the season. So, mm. Man, I, I wish more players were like that, man. You and, you and Asias do the best job, and I think Jackson State fans 
already one of the most engaged fan bases, but I mean, I'm yeah. sure they absolutely appreciate that because it's so different compared to what some players do. So Jalen, man, I appreciate you coming on the show guys. Make sure to go follow this guy on all social media. It's going to be a big year for Jalen Hughes at Jackson state as they look for three consecutive SWAC championships, three consecutive celebration bowl appearances and looking to get that ring at the end of December down there in Atlanta. But for guys for Jalen, for myself and for the blue Bloods, man, we are out for right now.